0: TV Campfire Podcast. That was like, yep, okay, show, you win for the week. <laughs> We're here. Well, I hate to sound
1: like a broken room. <laughs> oh, no!
0: We're fans.
2: It's one of the best things on television. <laughs> oh! All right, we you got
1: you a hold of No,
2: you didn't.
0: We talk TV. That was the best scene ever. Like, that I, blew uh, me away. It was absolutely amazing. I just couldn't believe it. Welcome to the show this is podcast number 577 and i'm libya your host and this week we have returning guests
3: hi this is Yusun, costume designer and tv enthusiast calling in from los angeles
2: hi this is allison and i write reviews for six degrees of geek
1: and this is tom i chair the communication department at palm beach atlantic university in florida and host the screen tom podcast on podcasts by spotify and apple music or itunes or whatever the heck it's called these <laughs>
0: that was a really long intro but tom keep on keep it going what do you got for the news for the news okay uh
1: <laughs> i'll start with the the whatever news hbo max officially becomes max on may 23rd they have ordered Harry the Harry Potter series, which no one is Oh, wait.
0: I, I, I'd like to say, I'd like to talk, comment on the fact that their stock went down. I was going to say that. You friend. stole my
1: thunder. Oh, sorry. Them. They made all these okay. announcements and their sto- stock dropped like 15%. <laughs> <laughs> they ordered the Harry Potter series. They were developing another Big Bang spinoff, and they're also developing a Conjuring show. The Penguin has cast Carmen Agojo, Francois Chow, and David H. Holmes in recurring roles and Gremlins' Secret of the Mogwai will premiere on launch day, May 23rd. Also, Cartoon Network is launching the new series Tiny Toons Luniversity. Whatever. Um, FX has announced that Kim Kardashian and Emma Roberts are joining American Horror Story for season 12. HBO, which gets to keep its name. Why they went with Max? That sounds so stupid. Um, HBO has ordered... A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, colon, The Hedge Knight, yet another Game of Thrones prequel series based on George R.R. R. Martin's Dunkin' Egg books.
0: Yay! I like Dunkin' Egg.
1: And uh, True Detective Season 4 with Jodie Foster has been subtitled Night Country. Uh, NBC has, is, has made Dick Wolf and his agent extremely happy. Uh, six shows, six Wolf Wolf Picture shows have been Good renewed. Lord. Chicago Fire season twelve, Chicago PD season eleven, Chicago Med season nine, Law and Order season twenty three, SVU season twenty five, and Organized Crime season four. Uh, Stranger Things animated series is coming soon to Netflix. <sighs> Joy, <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: and finally, Sci Fi has renewed the arc for season two, and that's the news.
0: All right, let's start off with the shows. First up, we're going to talk Shadow and Bone, uh, the last two episodes. And I will say that there was a lot of action in episode seven. Everything moved very, very quickly. There were traps laid within traps, and Kerrigan was smarter than they were. They were like, oh, we're going to trick Kerrigan by doing this, and he was ten steps ahead of them. Um, Also, I feel like if he can spy on people's minds and stuff, of course he's ten steps ahead. He's reading your mind. So anyway, uh, it was a good it was a good uh, episode seven, which strangely almost felt like the finale because so much happened Uh, as opposed to the actual finale that felt like nothing happened because everything mostly got resolved in seven. It was the actual yeah, the actual defeat of Kurgan happens in the first 10 minutes of eight and then you have 45 minutes of. Everybody going, it's great! We won the battle.
3: And then, yeah You know, the, his actual defeat was really anticlimactic. Like it, it was, was. It, it was so weirdly like I was like, like yeah, he was
0: like, it's. I'm so glad I have peace now. I was like, really? You were the bad guy who was really trying to kill everybody, but <laughs> everybody. now you're glad you have peace. <laughs> But 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 not even You've achieved that
2: none of your it. goals and you get to die in a desert now. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: what piece? What are we talking about? But I mean even the way he died, she was just like zap zap and I was like, seriously? All you had to do was zap zap him? Like I mean there was a lot of
0: Well, she I- did stick him in the chest with a
2: sword. Well, yes, happen.
3: but I mean that is also incredibly traditional way to die. Do you know what I'm saying? Like um, I mean, at least she, he didn't, she didn't slice him diagonally, which happened at one of the other episodes. So if I never see uh, a person get sliced from one shoulder to one hip bone, I will be the happiest person in the world because it's so boring. You're like, oh, nothing happened. Oh, there's the body slide. I'm like, well, who cares? So, I mean, it, it was just a sword through the chest. So, I thought that was it – was, it was really lame and – you know, and for him being the big, big baddie and him having all of these, you know, unbelievable powers, I, I really thought that was a letdown. Um, but for me, I thought uh, Seven was a, a fun ride. I, you know, we know there's going to be a big battle and, you know, with the Grisha and the this and the that. And I love the powers. I mean, that's kind of why I watch shows like this. You know what I mean? Like, they... I thought they did a really great job highlighting all of the different Grisha's powers and how they use them for uh, in offense and defense, and you know that's just fun. That's kind of part part in part what I signed up for. Um, well, I
0: do have to say I'm super still creeped out by having to use people's bones and fuse them into you. So yes, like, there's that yes. scene where they were going to cut off his finger bone. Yes, no, that's and, a good and, and like point. fuse it into his chest, and I was like. Oh no! Can we just not? Do yeah, that? like <laughs> can, can
2: we <laughs> not so do that? Can we not go there? So gross! So but I gross! I like that.
3: I I, th- I agree, but th- again, it kind of gives the show weight. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's gross and it's like heavy and it's like ugh. You know what I mean? And I even thought that the even though it was a little bit of a cheat, I I'm okay with it because you know it was kind of a, a good just you know kind of thing where you know, he can die, will the heart render, and then we, we'll bring him back to life. And this, I mean, that's actually happens a lot in fantasy shows and sci-fi shows. I think that show, remember the show we watched with the wolves, um, they, they did that as well. They are like, well, we're just gonna make, we're just gonna kill him for two minutes and then we'll bring him back, you know what I mean? So even though that wasn't particularly uh, new, um, still, I liked the idea that I thought, oh, okay, this is good. And then I'll just move on to eight. You guys can circle back. Um, yeah, I, it was really hard to push through eight, and I was confused, and I thought, uh, what, what else are they going to show us? I don't understand what's happening. Why are, why are they drunk? And,
0: and we guy? spent way too much time with the guy in prison.
2: That I don't care about in the first place.
3: I've commented on that before. It's it's,
2: that is just a a storyline that goes absolutely nowhere.
3: Oh, oh, the heart renders boyfriend.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't care. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there was just way too much fluff and weird, not fluff. And at the end of the
0: day, they don't get him out of prison. I was like, "Yeah, through all of that, and we're yeah. not getting him out of prison." Are you well, kidding? Well, presumably me? Like...
2: it's it's set up for like the next season, but it doesn't yes, make me want to see it more. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, we spent the entire this season; he was in prison the whole season, and you yeah. think, okay, we're going to get him out, and nope.
2: We and, even,
3: and even him being in prison was boring. Like, nothing particularly yes. interesting happened. So. Yeah,
2: I mean, they should have shown us, like, maybe two scenes. Yes, he's here. He's still there. You put a pin in it. We'll get to it next season. And right. forget about it the rest of the time. Instead, they kept laboring on it. Yeah, and then laboring. it goes absolutely nowhere. And it doesn't make me, you know, want to see it more. It, it, it no. makes me get aggravated that I wasted all this time. So, you know, yeah. that's that's something that they just did not handle well.
3: Last thing I'm going to say, though, is because I didn't mention it all season long. I noticed uh, – I really noticed it during the um, the scene where they went to go get the Blade. Do you know what I mean? Thumbs down on the costume design. I don't know if, like – or the costuming because um, I don't know if first season they spent more money or I just didn't care. I mean, I just – like, I don't know what happened, but, like, every scene I was just like, ugh. I was like, this looks off the rack. I, I mean, it was really weird how how much it stuck out for me. So I was like – so. Shout out to the producers. Spend a little more money, please. I'd like it to look a little better. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <Somebody>
0: <laughs> uh, the only other thing I will say is, so at the end of the day, we find out that the king is infected and by the shadow monster guys, and he may be turning into a shadow monster guy. And then uh, Elena, because she used dark power to revive her boyfriend, now she's infected with the darkness. So, yay? Like, which, is, why, which, is why, tropey, uh, which
3: is very Yeah, surprising. and they, they also
2: yeah. brought up the fact, which I, I, I'm, you know, I, I Wikipedia'd a lot of this afterward because I did not read the books. But, because um, I, I, I was left kind of going, why is this important? But apparently the whole thing with the um, this drug that they've come up with that can enhance powers like a thousand oh, yeah. fold Good point. is going to play a huge part next season. And that yeah, was the course. whole thing with the the woman coming in. Um, during the ceremony and killing everybody in the room. Uh, no, they revived.
3: Is- they didn't die. They, 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 Well, no,
2: the people... There were a were- lot of people who were dead dead. Yeah, some, uh, the okay.
3: ones that
0: she passed, uh, as she, those guys were dead. But uh, the yeah. ones that she hadn't quite gotten to, they, they came back.
2: Yeah, okay. but, but the, the point is that, that this is an incredibly dangerous drug that's going to be spreading across the, the country. And so they gave us a little hint about that at the, at the end of this. Yeah, and she got sliced diagonally in half just for yes, you. Yes, she using. did. Uh, anyway, let's move on.
0: So, at the end of the day, I'm not sure how I feel about this season. Some of the it's kind of fifty fifty. I feel like half of it I really liked, and half of it I was like meh. So I don't know. All right, let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Rabbit Hole, and this was episode four. Four. There you go, Tom. You start. You didn't talk in the last one. What do you think about this ap- week's? Episode? Yeah, I did.
1: Oh, on the last show. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, I thought it was fun catching up. They had us going there for like five seconds. That dad was the big bad.
0: Oh, I seriously, I was like, wait, was I supposed to know this? Like, I they really had me convinced that I had missed something.
1: Yeah, and I'm that like, was what? pretty good. And yeah. then, <laughs> What What's really interesting about this show? is the showrunners and these are some of the guys behind this is us they were uh they were senior writer producers on this is us which is it's kind of fun to see them do something completely different but what's kind of cool is they've watched enough enough of the 24 type shows that like y'all said in the first episode they're really playing with the tropes saying (laughs) psych so they're like we're doing this we're doing this psych (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that was
0: um, and the thing is i they earned that confusion because they they've been doing all these crazy things for the last three episodes when that happened i was like oh wait is this another thing that they're doing so i did i totally fell for it i totally yeah fell for
1: no it. i thought it was a fun episode just um
0: <laughs> and
1: it's a kind of a fun role for Kiefer sutherland too after making you know after becoming a huge you know tv star and filthy sticking rich from 28 seasons plus of 24 but yeah, it's, I'm along for the run. I have no idea where they're going. I have no yeah. idea what the McGuffin is. It almost doesn't matter what the McGuffin is. Although, it's pretty crazy that when... Uh, I think we talked about this last week. When... Um, why can't I think of the dude's name? Uh, Game of Thrones' worst dad ever. Um, oh, Charles Dance. When Charles Dance... <laughs> when When he gives his thing about how to take over a country, it's like, oh my gosh. Like... <laughs> How many Uh, countries
0: have you taken over?
1: Seriously. But yeah, I just, I'm just, I kind of want to know more about the bad guy because right now he's just like the boogeyman who like calls or talks to people when they kill themselves. But I want to know, we're getting to the point that they need to tell us more because a a, a show can only be as, our heroes can only be as heroic as our villains are compelling. And if the villain turns out to be lame, and we'll talk about this on Star Trek Picard, (laughs) the
2: mechanism
0: all right uh allison your thoughts real
2: quick yeah there were things in this episode i like i mean they're they're starting to form uh an actual gang together um i i love the fact that uh the the guy who they have tied to the chair uh home i guess um he's 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 (laughs) like suddenly really excited about being part of this team after he's found out that his wife is is actually cheating on him and kind of di- glad that he's dead um and possibly even you know i'm thinking had something to do with the plot to kill him
0: mm. uh, i don't think i don't think she did i just think
2: she's just taking advantage of the fact she can now be with her lover from across the street it yep. could go either way it could go either way the only thing that i did not particularly like about the episode is that i mean they're so married to the idea of doing uh you know cliffhangers and twists Is that at the very end we find out that the team that we thought was blown up at the beginning of the season is actually still alive? I call foul on that one. I do too because I it was like I mean oh come on how many it's it's like if you're gonna do a twist do a twist that I can believe not also they've been stressing the PTSD he's going through from his crew being dead they keep showing having flashbacks. And if he knows they're alive, why would he be doing that? Precisely. I mean, and and also, it it kind of eliminates the sense of there being a cost. The you know the sense of that that you know there's there's a possibility of of getting killed doing this. That there's a threat to the characters. If we think that they die, but they just keep coming back again, then there's no <laughs> sense of risk whatsoever. So I had a problem with with that.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I my yeah my main issue was just they were overplaying his PTSD and then they're like, Oh yeah, these guys are totally alive this whole time. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that seemed fake. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, I'd say still overall thumbs up for rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 There's a couple of missteps, but overall yay. All right. Next up, we're going to talk Succession, and I heard tell this episode was supposed to be stupendous.
2: This episode was a surprise. Um,
1: Seriously. Mm.
2: It was it was unexpected. I mean, you go into it thinking this is going to be probably, you know, kind of a light, funny thing as we watch Connor's disastrous wedding uh, taking place on this boat um, with with all the press there to watch it and everything happening and all the excesses of, of the rich. And meantime, his father is blowing him off to do a deal in Sweden um, with the, the company Gojo and uh, not attending his party at all. And, uh, you know, all of that is sort of, you know, going along. And then suddenly they get this phone call from Tom, who's on the plane with Logan, with dad, and something is wrong. And his first words are your dad is sick. And it devolves very quickly into Logan passed out in the, the air, airline bathroom in the airplane bathroom and he is not breathing and his heart has stopped and he dies. And is that Logan Cox? I mean is uh, Ryan, Cox. Ryan Cox. That's Ryan, Ryan Cox. Cox Ryan Logan Cox. Roy. Logan Roy. Okay. Um and I mean, you know, it's called succession for a reason. <laughs> uh and they they emphasized that in this episode the thing is I, ex- I i thought that there was a very good chance of his character dying because the, you know otherwise why call it succession but and they've been they've been hinting i mean he's had health issues since the very very first episode yep but i did not i don't think anyone expected for for logan to be killed off in episode 3 of the final season I mean, that just came out of, of nowhere. And, it, and it, is, it turns into such a harrowing episode because the bulk of it is that the kids are on this boat and they, they don't know really what condition their dad is in. There's, I mean, I think deep down they know he's died, but they keep being exhorted to get on the phone and speak to him just in case he can hear them as, as the, the nurse on board the, the plane is doing uh, compressions on him. And it is, it is just devastating. The, the reactions were so raw and so real from all of these characters. You know, they seem so cartoony most of the time, but the, the real human feeling of these kids, who suddenly you're looking at as kids losing their father, was was just so real um it was it was just an amazing episode the acting and the writing and everything else was i mean this is definitely going the name the emmy reel for everybody
1: the emmy for writing to you know succession 403
2: oh absolutely for, for writing
1: and directing and possibly um yeah everything allison said what's fascinating is and i read like I saw the after show or the, the behind the scenes. And then I read a couple of interviews. They, it, the episode pretty much unfolds in real time. And we don't see a lot of Brian and Cox after Logan's had the incident. And they basically, the writer and the director basically said, and they're the, it's, it's Mark Mylod, the you know, the, the premier director, as well as, uh, is it Jesse Armstrong, the show creator? Yes. Yeah. Basically they wanted it to unfold pretty much in real time, and also put the audience in the place of the Roy kids who don't can't see objectively what's going on in the plane because they're not there. So we get quick glimpses of them doing chest compressions on Logan. Most of the times, by the way, that was a stand-in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Brian Cox- Yeah, did. you
2: never see his face. You shoot yeah, part they of actually, his chest at some point. The, the
1: one time you do see his fo- face, they digitally stitched uh, Brian Cox on top of the stand-in but it's a great episode. Sarah Snook, I thought was the standout of the kids. But all the kids have a different take. And what's really interesting is Kendall, the oldest of the seconds, the oldest of the three by the by the same mom, basically tell talks to his dad, not knowing if he can hear him, and basically says, I don't forgive you, but I still love you. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it's a trip and all the bystanders, like Tom, who's a strain from uh, the daughter and cousin Greg, who's just a doofus anyway, everybody's going to be jockeying for position oh, as yeah. they try to figure out the succession of the show's title. So it was, uh, yeah, amazing hour of television.
2: It really, it's amazing. one of those, it's one of those episodes that, you know, people are going to be talking about for like decades as, you know, what would you say is one of the best hours of TV? and And this is, this is going to be up there. This is going to be in that.
0: Nice. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go with thumbs up for this episode. for you Yes. Guys. <laughs> thumbs up through the roof. Just All fantastic. Right. Next up, we're going to talk about The Power, which is a show on uh, Amazon, the first two episodes. Uh, Yusin, um what did you think of the show? It's basically a coming of age young girls with superpowers sort of thing
3: um yeah you know i didn't know what to expect uh i i'm, I'm i i can not remember what allison said but I'm, I'm very interested in in hearing it um i know she mentioned some things off podcast um uh i i enjoyed it um i I liked the slow world reveal, you know what I mean? I think it reminded me of Sense8, I think. I can't remember. I didn't finish watching Sense8, but I feel like that show um, gave you little snippets of people kind of realizing their power all over the globe. So um, it did that, um, and I thought it did it well. You know, it sort of had a little bit of a, like almost a documentary feel to it um, is a little grittier, you know, so it wasn't like a teen girl show, you know, it wasn't like a girl power show, it, it had more of a, at least for me, sort of, um, more resonance or kind of weight to it, um, and, you know, the teen shows are not, or shows that are, you know, mainly focused on children slash teenagers isn't my number one thing, um, but certainly as a feminist, Um, I like not just shows that have female leads. Um, In this case, it's uh, pretty much, very much, almost, uh, mostly female leads. Um, And, you know, there's definitely some issues of, like, on-the-nose kind of hit you over the head a little bit about um, the patriarchy in, you know, in the world, um, the oppressive patriarchy. Uh, So, you know, I'm definitely going to want to you know give them some wide room to see how they they you know handle that whether it's going to be a little too soapboxy but i didn't get that uh from the get-go i mean i you know I, like i said i could see where the landmines might be um but i thought the acting was solid across the board for uh, all of the different women um i really liked how they kind of um interpreted it in different countries for instance in in africa uh it was more of a like a witchcraft druid kind of a thing i i I think we didn't even mention that these uh women all have um seems genetic or or somehow biological that they uh when they come of age maybe like some sort of um uh, you know, uh, hormonal thing or whatever, but, but
0: it, it, it feels like it's only a recent thing that just started, right?
3: But but they it's electrical powers. I don't think either one of right. us mentioned it. So so if people are you know wondering, uh, they they start to get electricity kind of flowing through them, and then they you know in their different ways uh, learn to kind of manifest it when they want and to kind of use it. Um, you know, there's that whole Spider Man. Uh, you know, uh, uh, storytelling of like, wait, what, what powers do I have? How can I use this? Wow. Look at me do this. Um, So, and they, it was a little tropey. There was the one character, the black uh, girl who was uh, a foster child and she was being sexually assaulted. And, you know, and I knew immediately when she like, you know, they told us she was a foster kid. I was like, I was like, you know what I mean? Not to minimize in even a little way, but I was just like, I was like, okay, you know what I mean? This is, you know, obviously she's just gonna use her power to get give him his come up and you know, so um so there was I
0: actually I will say for that storyline, that was actually my favorite storyline, mainly because she's the only character that has somebody talking to her yes no and no, no. and yeah go ahead. okay no but i i just hadn't talked about it yet yeah no either
3: well because I, I was gonna say you didn't let me get to that because i was gonna say as much as the circumstance was tropey i thought she was tremendous she was my favorite actress in the yeah in, in the uh i also like the irish or or maybe it was in, in english um You know a storyline as well. Um, You know the main American one with the daughter.
0: But I I, want to get back a little bit to the voice.
3: Yes. Which yes. Is... Sorry. Sorry. So yeah. So it was very prophetic. It was very like um. I love that angle because uh. Yeah. Because she was the only one who got gained powers that had this like uh voice inside her head and I. You know. I didn't know. I was like. Oh. I mean. Obviously. I mean. I don't know. Obviously. I really want to know how they're gonna explain it. But you know. Is it like it's psychosis? Is she like hearing something? Who's the voice? What's going on? But um, I mean, it
0: can't be. I don't think it's psychosis, mainly because the voice told her she had the power before she knew she had the power. So it's not like it was her own voice in her own head telling her stuff. It was stuff that she couldn't know you know,
3: Fine. but there's a lot, but listen, there's a lot when I, I don't know if you know how psychosis works, but there's a lot of stuff where people, you know, are told things that they don't know. And then and they believe the stuff that's in their head and then they do crazy things in the real world. So I mean, yeah, but we know that the power is real. So yes. no, no, it's not fair. A I'm not really saying that it's psychosis. What I'm saying is they leave it a, a, a good mystery. You know what I mean? To kind of be like, where is this power coming from? And she, and I love that she sort of, didn't know either like I mean I don't know how to explain it my point is it was I, I love the writing of it and more importantly I thought her acting was tremendous you know the the kind of um even though I, I've set up a situation that you know like I said is um you know uh, something we've seen quite a bit um and that kind of pain and that kind of you know response again not something that we wouldn't you know we wouldn't anticipate however just the 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 like her walking and trying to just you know she had no place to go and no money and you know it required a lot of different nuance in terms of um, you know pain and 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 struggling and confusion and desperation and all, all all sorts of different things so I think the show has a lot of potential um, I liked the relationship between the parents between John Leguizamo and Tony Collette Um, I thought that that was, I was wondering if it was going to be kind of toxic and I thought, well, that's going to be boring. Do you know what I mean? Um, but they were really very supportive of each other in a way that I thought was really refreshing. Um, you know, they weren't sort of the, you know, I'm not going to believe my children, uh, parents who fight with each other. And that's why their teenage daughter is acting out. Her teenage daughter's kind of a jerk i think um, <laughs> she, no really she's sort of in no 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 i'm, I'm not,
0: but we need to
2: move we need yeah, to have let right. allison talk so yeah. go oh, ahead that's allison.
3: right i forgot she saw the show sorry allison i really want to hear what you have to say go ahead sorry
2: um well i don't have much i just i saw the first uh episode and then i kind of um tuned out i i was not terribly impressed with it um i thought the acting was good i think their cast is amazing they've got some some wonderful wonderful actors in this unfortunately i think the writing is weak i think the characterization is of you know on the page is is terrible and very trite and and tropey and um filled with with just, just very blank flat characters i thought the powers were uninteresting i mean everyone's got the same one um And I
0: I will say, but what you find out in the second episode, not everyone is created equal, meaning some people,
2: some of of them are more adept at it. Some of them are not, not not, not
0: just, not just adept, but some of them are way more powerful than others.
2: Okay. But I, I mean, so there's a variety of that, but it's, it's basically the same thing. There's no, so there's, it limits your sense of discovery as to who can do what. And I think, I think also there's, there's just. Even though I may ag- agree with you know the, the ethical sentiments of the show, I think it just it just hits you too hard over the head with them. There's nothing subtle about about the messaging in this show.
3: No, not and, at all.
2: And all all of it just seemed way too thudding and simplistic for me. So I don't I don't have a lot to say about this. It wasn't for me. If other people are enjoying it, great. Um, but I, I was not I was not impressed. All right. Uh, I I'm going to say Lydia. I know I didn't get to, I kept trying to talk and you kept interrupting me.
0: <laughs> uh, so I love the show, actually. I mean, love is maybe a little strong, but I really, I had to make myself stop at episode two because I think there's four episodes out right now. And I wanted, I mean, I wanted to keep watching. Uh, I definitely would have preferred to watch it than Shadow and Bone. That's 100% true. Um, but it didn't bother me that everybody's power was the same because the people were different. And, but what I did like for the most part was once people found out what their powers were, they were on board with having them. So they weren't, every, people weren't like, oh my God, I've been cursed. Like I hate when they do that storyline. So I did like that everybody pretty much embraced it. I'm not sure what they're doing with the eastern european oligarch guy storyline i i i'm unclear where that's going with the gymnast woman who becomes like the lover of this guy that's that's obviously a uh a bad guy like i'm not sure where that story is going though i did enjoy her going off on her mom that was pretty awesome but i'm not clear because as far as i can tell she's too old to have powers so i don't know why we're going into her story but i'm interested so, they've got more stuff going on, and they started to open up the world in the second episode. So, I, I, I'm i ready. I want to see more. But let's move on. We've been on this too long. Next up, we're going to talk uh, The Mandalorian. And this week's episode was very much what everybody had been wanting, which is all the Mandalorians unite! <laughs> and let's go to fight! Let's have a battle and take back Mandalore! Woohoo! Uh... And I, and I like the fact that we find out that some Mandalorians never left, that there were there's like some stragglers that got stuck on the planet and they managed to survive the this. Pirates. Time. <laughs> yeah, well I don't know if they're pirates exactly. I consider them survivors. No, I'm
3: joking because they came in on a big ship with a sail. Oh, you know? right,
0: right, right. Pirates. Um, but I liked I like that, that aspect to have even a third group of Mandalorians join their other big group um i thought all of that was pretty cool uh and then you have your you know finally uh moff gideon shows up you know they've been hyping him and we don't get him till the end of the second to last episode which i was like i wish they hadn't even hyped him up if we had to wait that long for him and he is a delicious villain he always is he eats (laughs) up all the scenery uh and now that he's got uh this because when i first saw him i was like why is he dressed like vader like he was a hundred percent he looked like he was dressed like darth vader Mm -hmm. um so he you know he's having all his secret meetings and they have their big cabal and he obviously is trying to become the new leader of this new order um but everybody's like no we need to wait for grand Admiral Thrawn. And he's like, no, well, he's disappeared. So it's going to be me. So I, all of that was good. And the big fights were great. And, um, I liked, uh, Vizsla. What is his first name? Something Vizsla. Uh, his last, stand, Vizsla. yeah. Vizsla. his last stand was awesome. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, he did, he, he killed everyone. And I was like, i like, wait, is he going to survive this? No. Nope. And then those, those, those three dudes showed up. I was like, Oh no, he's going to die right now. Like as soon as they walked out, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's 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 dead." Uh, Bye, I he- just, and, it, and and it was just with such that is good also storytelling that I just saw those guys and I knew he was dead. Like there wasn't even it was before it even happened. Nothing. I was just like, "Oh, okay."
2: He's
3: I don't know why he didn't use his jetpack. It really I feel like they could have just given a little lip service as to why he didn't try. He has a jetpack.
2: Because he yeah, might have like survived saw... then and we can't have that.
3: Right. <laughs> and also to be fair, we did see it take a lot of hits. Yes, it was but smoking. they could have given me smoking. a two second a one second edit where I just Oh or, like... or, or him just like
0: trying and yes! then it just sputtered yeah, out. Yes. But, it but would that would also it. but that also would have meant that he would
3: run. And I feel like
0: no, 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 It's a
3: fighting tactic to take the high ground. So, like, he could have just fought from above ground, like, in the right. air. Like, yeah, what? but you, uh,
0: yeah, I get what you're saying. But also, uh, he, he is not the smartest of fighters. We've seen that. And, and the first thing that he said when he was fighting Mando is he's like, let's take off our jetpacks. Right. Like, so he doesn't, like, he, that's not his Fair. fighting style. Fair. Um. But anyway, uh, you guys talk. I, I love the episode. I thought it was, this was the episode I've been waiting for.
2: Yeah, well, I think that that's part of the problem with this is that this this is the episode we've been waiting for. This this is this is something when you see it is frustrating because you keep thinking, well, why haven't you been giving this more? Um, You could have done things like this, you know, peppered it through the entire season. And instead, we we got all this this twiddling thumbs and waiting around. Oh, and yes, but let's and stuff. talk
0: about this um, episode, please.
2: But the, yeah this this episode, I mean, it was it was mostly it was great, and and it you know answered a whole bunch of questions, and anything that has lots of Giancarlo Esposito in it is is absolutely going to be watchable, because um, he is incredibly fun. Uh, I was wondering, too, about the whole quasi-Vader outfit, Um, and at the end, you know, when he finally puts the helmet on, um, I think it, you know, there's there's one thing that we're not talking about, and I I have not really seen a lot of people discuss anywhere, is this, this, the title of this episode is Spies, and we only see one obvious spy in the entire episode, and that's at the very beginning, Um, what's her name, who's uh, on Coruscant. And so it does make you wonder about the plural. Um, and I, I I've, I've just, seen, I'm, I've seen a bunch of videos of people having theories who they are and I refuse to believe them. One well,
0: them,
2: yeah, I, I think refuse. we've, you know, I discussed before that I don't trust the armorer, And I think when, when, um, jean Esposito comes out wearing a helmet that is the only other one with horns on it. Uh, and it's bum, bum, bum. in the same episode where she has conveniently absented herself from the big fight at the end. Except uh, that,
0: to, to be fair to her, she never wears a gun. She only has her armor she doesn't equipment. She and, and also, she's going up to the ships that are about to be attacked. So it's not like she's safe well that's all i'm saying you yeah don't... but
3: she's a forger so like didn't he say that um all of the uh the cl- the clones? There,
0: yeah but there's there's no way she could have had she's with the mandalorians no, no, how no, could but she maybe have... she
3: gave away the secrets of how to do it like exactly she did, he she they shared, had to learn how like, to do it somehow do you know what i mean
0: like they're the, the empire thing. i feel like they would have figured out how to do it that's all i'm
2: saying
3: i i don't know i don't I, no. I, I i just i, I had I,
2: weird feelings about her before and this this episode pretty much confirmed it for me um but you know i mean we're still waiting there's one more episode to go i thought that there was a lot of good in the episode but i thought there were a lot, a lot of other uh questions I, I still don't like the fact that they have sidelined uh dinjarin um and continue yes. to do oh, it that
3: was going to be my that was going to be my input I well mean, I, I,
2: i'll leave most most of that to you because this there's, there's just you know there's there's certain things that that i think they did incredibly well and other things, you know, when you brought up the bit with the jetpack, and also if there's guys who are who are um, careening around the surface and have been since since the war, how is it that none of them noticed an enormous contingent of imperial? Uh, fighters and soldiers and what moving equipment in and out of Mandalore yeah. to, to build this huge yeah. base.
3: That's not something I, I was very you can do with like three people, reveal, and it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, what? like, I mean, if there was no like, one you know, on the you know,
2: surface, Star Wars
1: shows on or anything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was gonna uh, one thing. One thing I would say is
0: that uh, I did notice. I did notice that they had that base, but I was yelling at them when they were chasing those two or three guys. I was like, guys, it's a trap. It's a trap. Why are you you following them? It's a trap. What are you doing?
3: I'm sort of in the middle. Like, you know, uh, like everyone has has said, we are definitely waiting. We were all waiting for this kind of a, um, you know, this kind of a... uh, um, uh, you know, a payoff, you know, and it was, it was fun. And it was everything that we kind of wanted. I mean, for the most part. Um, but uh, I'm more, I'm, but I'm also with Allison, where I didn't, I, I wasn't like, Oh my God, this was the best episode ever. I, I loved it because I, I thought some things were definitely problematic. And over the course of the season, I, listen, I, I don't know how emotionally attached all y'all are to Bo-Katan, but um, I don't like that. She's kind of taken over the middle of the series. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, and I, I, and I, you know, Forgive me, Starbuck. I love you at Starbuck, but I don't love her acting as Bo-Katan. I just I don't think she's that particularly good of an actress. So uh, I'm less enthralled having to watch her with her very horrible red wig. And I Yeah, the
0: red wig is is, is, is so not the greatest.
3: It's distracting. So. It's not
0: distracting, but I get it. It is to me. You.
3: It is to me. So anyway, so my point is that
0: uh But you know, I like Bocatan. So I actually like the balance. I, know I that's like that's what I'm the saying.
3: Thing. I mean I, I, I would imagine if you do, but I don't and I want more I want more Dinjarin. I mean I really you know he he's he's you know, he's like whatever you do, wherever you go, whatever you what, I'm like, okay, that's cool I guess but now you're like a right hand man and yeah I don't don't want that you know what I mean and 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 I I think that
2: she means more to people who've seen the animated series which is where she's from I never did yeah so I mean I'm getting everything third hand oh yeah she's really important in that series so that's why she's important here but from my experience just watching this show it's like she just came out of nowhere and suddenly took over the show
3: Yes, that's kind of what I mean by that. Like I, I don't I understand how important she is and I and I definitely guessed that like you know as as regular watchers of, of whatever it was that she was in um that it it would it would be important and it would be fun to watch but uh, I don't I I didn't watch that. So I need you to entertain me in this world, in this show. And so but that being said, the episode was definitely fun to watch. I'm not, I don't know how I feel about you know putting um uh uh grogu uh, grogu and sue and- i was wondering
1: when somebody's gonna talk about it, i too- do not like ig12 go tom go tom because i thought
3: that was weird and it's, it's just well the
0: ig12 isn't a character anymore ig12 is what
1: just well, it it's a vehicle
2: yeah. now it and it's really
1: creepy of 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 whomever is in the driver's it's a mech it's a yeah, mech, it's
2: a mech. It's yeah, like- yeah it's a mech yeah it's like come on people well, it, it's yeah. just, I there's like something the creepy about turning a guy who music. you thought was a friend into a vehicle. I mean, yeah, ew. Pointless.
3: I didn't understand
2: that. I like that he has dialogue now. He actually can say
0: yes and no. That's I like actually kind of yeah, cute. But he, that's but he a could good, have
1: dialogue if the good writers good. weren't being you know, weird about it. I mean, we, we don't I, know I just, I, how the species ages. We do know they eventually do form full sentences But
0: they've been they've been egging him on this season. I've noticed they've changed it to where he's almost saying words like he's closer to speaking this season than he's ever been. And then they gave him the machine. And he's like, yes, no. Like, obviously, he understands what those words. I just thought it was. Oh, it felt too silly. Saturday morning. Oh, I I loved it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well it, it hit the hit the mark for me. I don't know if y'all have been paying attention to the credits, but Katie Sackhoff is listed as the second banana yeah. before guest yeah. She's series, yeah, she, she's
0: she's, she's a series a regular
1: now. Series series lead. So she's yeah. let, you know we there. said it, it's called the Mandalorian. We didn't say which Mandalorian. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> We've got more than it's one.
2: Not, it, yeah, it's not called Dinjarin. That's
1: there.
0: all. There. <laughs>
2: Well, the thing is, I don't mind them expanding it out for you know the word Mandalorian to mean sure. other characters, yeah. but if it's but I still want to see Din Djarin in the center of it. Yeah, um, you can expand it out to to all different kind. Grogu can be considered Mandalorian. What you know, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever you want to do is fine, but I still want it to focus on the lead who who we. You know, we're watching for three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I will. If you guys feel this way, I will caution you. Before you watch Ahsoka, you should
0: really watch Rebels because you will not be happy. You will not be. You will will not not. be happy watching Ahsoka if you have not seen Rebels.
1: My understanding is basically Ahsoka is picking up straight. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's It's, it's straight off the finale. It's straight off the finale of Rebels 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 in real life.
0: Hmm. Yep. So you've got until August. (laughs) <laughs> and Rebels, Rebels is on Disney Plus.
1: Do you think we'll it's see, good? It's a we'll really see, good show. Do you see, think we'll see Thrawn on Mando, or do you think they're going to withhold him till Ahsoka?
0: I, I think we're withholding him until Ahsoka because Ahsoka's looking for him. So, and the whole thing is he's missing, and we know if you've seen the finale, you know why he's missing. So, I don't think they're going to spoil that on this show. So that's my opinion. I mean, but let's move on. Let's yeah. move on, unless you got one more thing to say. We can move on because we've nope. been on this for a while. All right. Next up, we're gonna talk Superman. Uh, what the heck happened in Superman? Uh, no, this Lois episode re- was
1: Lois is Go recovering ahead. from chemo. Hot to get to the Oh dan- the,
0: the the dance, the the Valentine's Day dance.
1: The Valentine's Day dance. Uh, Bruno Mannheim's up to no good.
0: Like that's every episode, right? Yeah, but he's there's something
1: about Chad, man. When he's in villain mode, he's scary. I mean, and he's a big dude too. So
0: well, and then he was trying to be charming this week because he was trying to show Lois that, like, look, I'm not really a bad guy. I'm I'm doing all of this stuff, and and she didn't buy it for a second, which we knew she wasn't going to. But I thought it was interesting that he put that much effort into making her think he was a good guy um but i did but but i did really like the conversation about cancer that they had i thought that was fantastic where where clark is basically back with all the other uh chemo parent patients
1: well where they're telling him basically what his response basically they're empathizing with him and kind of telling him what's what because i mean they don't know who he is for they don't know his identity but they do know what their significant others have gone through and they can tell that he feels powerless. And I think it's interesting. I did not expect them to take that turn this season, but having so many friends who have, who are cancer survivors and others who sadly did not, did not survive. I think they're really doing a public service to a lot of people by exploring how this affects an entire family unit not just the patient but everybody in the family and how it kind of alters the relationships
0: it was great i think they're doing a great job yeah it's fantastic uh, i was wondering if you think that they're going to go with one of the comic versions i think says that the reason she has cancer is because she's been around him so much
1: around superman
0: yeah i think that's one of the comics no is that not
1: no no, the reason Lex got cancer in the comics is that Kryptonite ring he had gave him cancer.
0: <laughs> right, I thought there was one where be- am I might I might misremembering, but I could have sworn that no, was no, one they, of the they, versions.
1: They've, not, they've not, not done a cancer storyline with Lois. That's something completely new to the show. I mean, almost every other element from the show has has its origins in comics, but that's completely new. Um,
0: well, let's let's uh, unless you got something else, I was going to say let's move nah. on because. Yeah. Other than that, I'd say very much thumbs up. It's been fantastic. All right. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Star Trek: Picard.
1: Here's my problem. Uh oh. One, the Borg again. Seriously, and they're just—they're better than ever.
0: <laughs> but I, to be fair, it's not a—it's not a twist. We—I told you. I said it was going to be the Borg three weeks ago. Well, we—we
1: we, we all did. I mean, it's not a twist. However, they didn't do something interesting new. And yes, they did. I, I they, did. they did. I thought
2: they I did. The I thought they concept, did. I absolutely
0: disagree.
1: The no. whole concept.
2: No. The whole
0: concept where they actually like put it in the they infect people through the transporter.
1: That's nothing. That, oh, that, was my thing. that, that is, is that is just,
2: that's nothing. That's that, nothing. Is I so, it.
1: that is so <laughs> problematic on so many fronts. Oh my gosh. That go ahead, they opened the can of worms they don't want to go to. And here's the biggest problem. There was a little event called Pearl Harbor. Where right. the United States Navy learned don't put all your yes. ships yeah, I thought that at too. I, I thought thing. that too. We had oh, an yeah. entire strategy yeah. when I was on active duty in the eighties and early nineties called So Street you you, you were you were
0: at a fan of frontier days, really what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not I not thought a fan that of was problematic. You, know, all you all don't the way put through.
1: all your ships yes. of the line at the yes. same place at the same time. Yeah. I mean that's a reason why they started spreading when I when I was in high school I could come home from Annapolis and see all the Nimitz class carriers lined up almost by number and the navy realized hey that's not smart we should like put them throughout the country spread them out up and down each world. coast so I call shenanigans on that because come on people
0: well the thing is yeah, that, like they the said there were people the show. that's not And that's, that's not also an episode I think, and also they said that the changelings had infiltrated the top brass, which yes. is why they did yes. it in the first place. That's my. So point. that was yes. part of the plot. That was
3: that's that why change, that happened because yes. they were able to right. manipulate. Yeah, but
0: the
1: but the Correct. problem with that is Shelby obviously isn't great to see her after all these years. By the way, we have not seen her since the Best of Both Worlds Part Two back in 1990, or I think that was 90. But. um She wasn't a changeling. She seems to be the head honcho in charge of Starfleet, and obviously she did not. She apparently did not live through the episode because she gets ganked.
0: Yeah, but I don't think she was in charge. She's not. She was an admiral, but that didn't make her in charge of everything. Anyway, my point is, I thought that that part worked uh, because we know the changelings have. They tell you very clearly, changelings are infiltrated, and part of the infiltration is to get the ships together for Frontier Day, and that was a new order. They tell you Uh, that several episodes
1: ago i just thought it was well here's the other here's the other problem i have with in the the episode for episode the penultimate episode of the series not just the season but the series i think they could have learned a lesson from hawkeye smaller stakes versus bigger stakes the most this important- is not the
0: kind of show that they have small stakes for I mean, well never I watched think, they've never me, had a small let, stake let, let
1: me finish thing. please i think it oh, would have so. served them better since we've spent nine episodes getting to know Jack Crusher and the fact that he is, you know, Jean-Luc and Beverly's love child from post-nemesis, I think if they had just, instead of just making him a tool for the Borg, just, oh, he's just like daddy, but better. He got a new name. I think that the stakes should have been, I thought, oh my gosh, everything's going to hell in a handbasket. They almost wrote themselves into a corner because we know they're going to get out of the corner.
2: I don't I mean, know. I, I just I, 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 I want okay, I mean, to. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll, jump, I'll jump in. I'll jump in because I think Libby and I spoke about this off off podcast. Um, uh, it, which is that um, I think she really really liked it. I I here's the thing. Uh, it wasn't a twist. It's a reveal. So and I thought the reveal was the way they revealed it was lame. Like you know what I mean? It was like, look, here's a board cube floating in like stuff. Like, you know, um, yeah. And I was like, great. I don't know. I mean, they could have taken that out of stock uh, photography and, you know, so that, so I get it. Like, but nobody cares. I didn't, I didn't need like a exciting special reveal. It was a reveal. We were just waiting for it. So, um, and you know, the thing is, it's the Borg. This is the wrap up. This is, you know, this is we're, we're, you know, we're moving towards the end. It's like, it's sort of like the Daleks, like, you know, it's the, it's the classic traditional, You know, I mean, the Daleks aren't scary, you know, and uh, haven't been for a long time on Doctor Who. But the Borg, honestly, and, you know, and with the changings with the Dominion and this and that, but that's a different show. Like, for us, Star Trek, Next Gen, and this, you know, not Deep Space Nine, it's about the Borg. So I'm okay with that, right? And then, as far as you're saying, Tom, I agree with you, disagree with you in the sense that, like... Science, science, like I don't care how problematic it is, like for me, I wondered, I was like, oh, okay, the Borg, like I wasn't excited about it, guys, I was like, okay, well, the reveal is boring, and I was like, okay, it's the Borg, what are you going to give me, how are you going to make this, uh how are you going to explain it, anyway, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Interesting? Right. Exactly. So how are you going to make it interesting? And so for me, it wasn't even that it was interesting. It was just give me an explanation. And I, I'm okay with it. I bought into it because, because why? The only reason I, I would, I, I, I let them do it was because of the changeling aspect, because of the genetic testing, because of the like combination stuff like it. It only worked because they brought in the changelings, because there was the lab ratting stuff, because there was this like, you know, like I just thought narratively they cobbled together a story that I was willing to buy, whether it's like, you know, plausible or like it stands up to like, you know, Star Trek scrutiny and science. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know how transporters work. Do you? I mean, maybe. But like, so for me. The fact that like, um, Jordy and like, uh, Cap, uh, Beverly Crusher, like they figured it out because of the something, something, like they just cobbled together a story that I was willing to buy. So I was like, okay, great. Like that's all I wanted. Give me, I, I, you're, I'm, I'm fine with Borg. Now give me some reason to be okay with this. So did I think it was revolutionary? Did I think like, oh my God, I never would have guessed it? No, but I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy this. You, you know, I'll, I'll buy what you're selling. So. For me, I thought the episode was great in that way um, because they got me over the hump of, oh, Borg. And the other thing is we've already discussed it, so I'll just, I'll end here. You guys can finish up. Um, I thought from the beginning, the whole Frontier Day thing was, uh, Tom, I, I agree with you. I was just like, this seems really stupid. Like from the, you know, because they mentioned it not in, they didn't drop that in this episode. Like, oh, the, all the ships are going to be gathered. We, they've been talking about Frontier Day forever. So in the back of my mind, I thought, well, this seems a little weak, and where are they going with this? And none of this makes sense. So i I had to. I was waiting, holding my breath to see how they would explain that. And then, like with Ab, uh, with um, uh, Libya, I I it made sense again because I was like, oh, well, they have infiltrated every. Like they are making decisions for everybody. I mean, it was the stupidest decision to link all of the you know enterprise. Forget about showing up at the same place. They've essentially created you know that unit and that is explained because of the changelings like you know they figured out and then the borg so to me i think the uh, the thing that makes it work for me is that it's not just borg and that it's borg changeling and that creates like an uber villain you know what i mean and for me i'm willing to let them do that so i enjoyed the episode it wasn't perfect by any means and the whole jack thing though i think is boring. I don't know where they're going with that, but as far as I'm concerned, we are literally sailing towards the end of the series, and I'm fine with it. I'm I'm on board, and I'm happy. Somebody else. (laughs)
2: Okay, well, you know, I mean, I, I was hugely disappointed by this episode. I have been really enjoying this season so much and a part of what I liked about it was that they, they, instead of going back to the same well that they do over and over again, they brought in the Dominion, which hasn't been addressed since since uh, DS9 and I thought that's great. They were really potentially incredibly scary villains. I mean, you know, they have that whole, you know, pod person, body snatcher taking over people uh, kind of thing that that is almost a primal terror so dealing with that I thought was great bringing them in was was wonderful and then they drop all of that all of a sudden for this big I'm sorry but they did lead up to it like a twist like it's supposed it doesn't matter that we all figured it out in in, in or you know in my case was dreading the possibility of it uh, ahead of time it was meant to be a twist that oh no it's the Borg now and as I think you know Eugen just made the comparison to the Daleks. That's exactly what the Borg have become. Um, they've be, they've become the Daleks of Star Trek. They just keep trotting them out whenever they can't think of anything else. They're supposed to be the big scary villain, but they've ceased being uh, frightening long ago, and they're way overused to the point where you, you just want to groan. It's like, oh god, them again. The only, only um,
0: thing I will give, only thing I will give you on that, which is, which was crazy, is there's this moment where beverly's talking about the fact like oh my god it's the borg and she's like we haven't seen them in decades and i was like you and mean last that was season crazy too
2: and that was no, we... like that, that was last season right exactly like, remember,
1: that the... they were in the past
2: for last season but i was but well, that doesn't no, know, that, that wasn't entirely in the, in the past and if, right. if you'll let me talk please um that was no, my no, next point i was my next point um you. was that they have simultaneously not only retreaded everything that they've they've done from from just last season because we just saw the borg um but they've also denied everything they did last season because remember um Allison Pill's character becomes the new borg queen mm-hmm. and she's like the new renovated you know better branded better tasting you know whatever borg and they are going to you know they're they're going to be going forward as their friends from here on out and that's how the that's how last season ended and now we have wiped all of that out and we're back to just the you know that was that was my quick question though because they did that
0: and said that i was like wait was that an alternate timeline like because they did go back in time and screw stuff up
2: So my question is, is that. Yeah, but then they went forward again and showed you what the results of that were. So that presumably uh, is this timeline.
0: That's, that's. That's that's why I said I'm, that's what we said. Presumably, like I wasn't clear. That was my only question. And. And I get you, I, I get that point, because when Beverly said that, I was like, wait a minute, we yeah. literally had the board last season, like, what? Did you guys oh, not so watch it last, season, last year? So. Um, I, <laughs> I I know, I did, I did have that moment, and I was like, wait, was that another timeline? And so I did do, I did have that double take, I will give you that 100%, but I still really enjoyed this episode, um, I really loved uh The characters interacting and what they were doing, and then of course they get on the old. It, I did realize where Jordy was going to take them. I was like, oh, they're going to go to the the museum and take a ship. I didn't realize it was going to be the Enterprise. Oh, so I, I was. I've been it. waiting for the reappearance of the Enterprise. I should have figured that out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm the, all like, about okay, fan sure. service
2: this year, right? Yeah, and so. I and I
0: was fine with that. And so they get on board, and I have to say, I loved being on that bridge. I loved yes, all of it that. It
3: was amazing.
0: I loved all of it. So um Coming i out of Doc am,
3: was that was just so like inspiring i like just wanted to be like oh there they go we're we're leaving with them it was the it was a great send-off i really enjoyed yeah. that all the fans it, had, it had, had a lot
0: of it, it had a lot of humor too in that yes. and i thought that that was great so i mm-hmm. am
3: definitely on board a thumbs up for me
1: boo no. for them killing shaw boo
2: yes
3: big- <laughs> oh, yeah, that, was, that was that was anticlimactic and they didn't give do his character or his death good uh, justice they did yeah, i mean if you're gonna yeah, his-
2: kill him off after all that buildup at least have him go out in a really spectacular way yes. i I'm thought just so shot too in the hallway by a young yes. yeah you know no, and that's
3: i will true. i
0: will i will give you that one too I, yeah,
3: and, and also true, his last like, words no. You know when he, he yeah. like you know stays behind and then gets shot dead and I was like ugh seriously that's wow no no and
0: his his la- like he's struggling to speak and yeah. I was like oh my god what's he gonna say and he's like seven of nine you have command and I was like really
3: yeah that's totally a- really anti uh,
2: that was I mean, that was a bit how, of, that- how misanthropic he's been the whole time I would have loved to have him said to have. Heard him say something just equally snotty. Yes. That's not. <laughs> yes, that's actually, it would have been
3: yeah. the Han Solo. It would have been the Han Solo yeah. reply. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's was,
2: true. That's true. Yeah. I would
0: have give you, I, that was disappointing yep. because I thought he was on a big redemption arc yeah. and it felt like the arc got cut short. So yep. I, I'm totally, I totally will give you that one. Um, I was a little disappointed because I was a very anti-Shaw for the longest time and he slowly won me over. And I was I wanted I didn't necessarily think he was going to survive the season, but I did want him to finish his arc, and it felt it felt like it got cut off in midstream. So yes. anyway, so let's wrap this up. Uh, obviously, we we're split and divided in our opinions on this, but that's okay. Um, I still think this is going to be the best season of Picard, and I'm I'm thoroughly yeah. just enjoying it. I know that the bar, the bar is not Downing that high. with fake
2: Praise, but yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I
0: I agree. The first two seasons were not great, but I'm really enjoying this season. So I don't know why what's going on with Jack. I'm not that excited about his storyline, but I'm I'm in, I'm looking forward to everybody else's. But let's move on. Um, next up, we're gonna talk doom. Uh, this was the hair episode, I
1: believe oh well, they they hair god's and, well throw it all in the blender <laughs> yeah
2: and and chicago they did the whole courtroom thing. oh that's right i just got oh to say, i forgot about that i forgot about that yeah yeah
1: still has it because oh the stuff wow. she was doing in that it's like go girl after all those years <laughs> of being wasted on 30 rock and uh kimmy schmidt she finally gets to strut her stuff in style
0: that was all of that stuff the courtrooms that courtroom song was really good (laughs) i did not i did not like the hair stuff when they were like in the that bus stop camp or whatever that was that was i am not a fan of any of that i didn't think any of that was good um but i did like the courtroom i will say that and that's I, i have nothing else to say about the show like it's not my favorite
2: Oh, Anyone I loved else? all of it. I, I, I mean, it, you know, they had allusions to hair and to and to Pippin, Sweeney and, Todd, and, and oh my God, that the Sweeney Todd thing. That that Ellen That just that cracked me up so much. Yeah. I just I just absolutely. Oh, I, loved I did. That. I did like
0: that scene. I did like that scene.
2: Yeah. So and they even uh, I mean they even threw in a little Jesus Christ superstar too at the end with the bad guy. Yes. Who's clearly doing a riff on oh. Caiaphas. Yep. Um. There's, you know, I mean, I, I loved all of it. It's just, you know, it's it's one of those things where you go through it and you're you're sort of picking out, you know, what this is supposed to be a a parody of, you know, each individual bit. I mean, it's they even threw in an Annie, um, uh-huh. <laughs> with the little orphans, <laughs> which was kind of crazy. I never well, thought of you and, know, and, putting and putting this love it and orphans characters. together. Yeah, I, I I just I just thought I, the the show the this, the the plot is picking up at this point. And I'm I'm really enjoying the characters and bringing in Alan Cumming too, um, to do his riff on Sweeney Todd was was fantastic. Uh, just all of it is is working for me. I think it's I think it's incredibly fun, and I think the the music was a little better this this week too. Yes. So it's it's not just I mean you you can write things. It's just a parody, so you could tell what the reference is. And then there's there's if you take it a step further, it's, it's a great song on its own. And I think that they, they did that a number of times in, in this most recent episode.
1: I, I wonder if, well, I don't know if they're going to do a season three, but both seasons one and two are six episodes a piece. If they did five, that would be two and a half hours, give or take of content, which is about the average length of a Broadway show, mm-hmm. which is plenty long because some of the, if you look at season one, some of it gets a little draggy in parts and they could be, it would be tighter if it was shorter. That's especially starting
2: yeah.
0: off. Yeah. Any, any other comments, thoughts? Nope. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, next up, we're going to talk Abbott elementary and Tom was very excited to talk about it this week. So Tom, why don't you lead it out? I thought it was hilarious to have to
1: stunt cast, um, um, why am I blanking on her name now? Taraji. Taraji P. Henson as um, Janine's mom. And it's I that... also
0: thought that it was crazy because they almost, they don't look like they're old enough in age to be mother and daughter. But yeah, that's but black old don't
1: old black. crack, so. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked up Shirley Lee Ralph's age? Because she looks amazing and she's pushing 70. Um, for real? For real. I looked her up when, we, when she uh, was on uh, Motherland, Fort Salem. But what I thought was really interesting is her mom, attitude-wise, is a lot like Ava. <laughs> so, of course, she and Ava are like, Ring! when they meet. But no, it was, um, I wish they had done something a little bit more creative with the storyline. It was almost like a, hey, you have Taraji P. Henson, let's have this generic storyline about mom who's a bit of a hot mess comes to daughter who's doing well asking for money i just thought for a show like abbott elementary i expected more so a little disappointed
0: i and, and and to be fair you're you're correct because they just made her kind of hoodlum and she kept trying to steal stuff from the break room and she was obviously scamming janine to take her money mm-hmm. and so it was there was no twist or anything to it but what i did like was Janine and uh, Cheryl's relationship Barbara? Barbara, oh sorry, Ms. Barbara's Howard. relationship got much deeper. Deeper, yeah, it was much more solid. And so, if that's the benefit for this episode, I think it works because she calls her her work mom, but she really means it now. Oh yeah. Um, and I I thought that that was sweet. I really did like that. So I looked thumbs forward- up for me.
1: I look forward to them spreading out the wealth among the ensemble because they've got such a great cast. And when they when they let the focus drift around, it really you know everybody comes up to notch. I just wish they had gotten a better storyline f- for Taraji. Hopefully, no, when she see comes that. back, they'll do something better with her.
0: Maybe she learned her lesson. Oh, but I did like that her and Ava they had this moment. Like you said, they were uh, recognized, and I like that Ava back down she was like I yes, she kick my butt and i thought that was fantastic i was like yeah that, that's pretty good mm-hmm. all right but let's move on uh next up we're going to talk about ted lasso um so this episode was uh after they've been lo- basically at the beginning of the episode you find out they're on a losing streak they've lost like seven games in a row and they can't figure out what's going on. They've lost their mojo. And uh, I have Ted gave a really great speech, you know, where he's like, "It's not about the believe sign. It's about believing in yourself, what you got in your heart, and all that." So he gave a really good speech. And then Zava quit. I kind of feel like Zava quit because he didn't want to want to be part of a losing team. Oh, of course. And he had lost. Yeah, I felt like he's like, "I'm going to retire," but it wasn't like. He had been planning to retire. I think he just didn't want to be involved in a team that was losing. Yep. Yeah.
1: Zava's about Zava.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go make avocados or mangoes. I can't remember which. It was avocados. Yeah. Yes. And I love my wife. I was like, did we even know he was married? Like, oh, yeah. Because he's, a... like,
1: he's got kids.
0: Oh, but he's always flirting, but he's an athlete. So I guess we're supposed to let that go but it was just such a weird it's such a weird thing and then he gave a really good zava gave a really good speech before he disappeared and didn't show up at the game like what a jerk move to be like not just show up at the game and not call anybody like that's crazy um but then again we never thought zava was a good person um anybody else want to talk about something else well, there was a lot of oh, this the episode stuff with
1: Keely and
2: her former bestie whom she had to fire Shandy. and then the bestie left a goat to poop everywhere. <laughs> it was, I think it was a lamb, actually, but it doesn't, oh, you're right. It was whatever. a lamb. Yeah. Yeah. That was
0: so bizarre. I was like, I've heard people of leaving fish, but I've never heard somebody leave a lamb in someone's office. That just seems odd. But anyway, I guess revenge is revenge. He's like, oh, yeah, I should have canceled her card. I was like, you are very new at being a boss. That is literally the first thing they do is when you get fired, they ask for your uh, your card to get in and all of that. She's like, see, now you know why. Um, but then Keeley has, uh, like, how quickly did you guys see the relationship with uh, Jack, I want to say? How soon did you guys see that coming? I did not see that
2: coming until they were actually in the room together. And then I kept thinking, there's like this little frisson happening. Am I wrong? Am I? No, I'm not. (laughs) As soon as they cast that that
1: actor, I'm like, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I,
3: I thought that I saw that a mile away, a mile away. And I didn't find it particularly interesting. And I know because I'm a huge Roy can't Roy and Keeley Shipper, but that's not yeah, why. Me too. I just I found it kind of tropey and uninteresting. And as soon as she showed up, they absolutely she totally was making eyes at Keeley, and I thought the whole like contrast of um. Like, you know, crazy, kooky Keely versus button down, you know, super successful CEO was like a super trope. And I was like, oh, I was like, are they really going in that direction?
0: I, I don't mind it mainly because, yes, Keely is now in charge of a company and she's independent and on her own and in her own power. And I like that.
3: Yeah, I like I'm not that. Sure. But I, I still yeah, but I just I, thought it was tropey and very easily seen, like from very far away. So I, found I did it not be uninteresting. I didn't see it
0: coming until uh, they were sitting in the room together
3: and I was like, Wait,
0: is this going somewhere? But I liked I actually really liked how they dealt with it. I liked the fact that Keely didn't know if the kiss was gonna be like reciprocated. She was super nervous. I liked all of that. I'm not saying I want them to get to to like be a couple because, yes, I still I do like Roy and her together, but he's the one that broke up with her. So what is she supposed to do? She's not supposed to sit around and be a a nun.
2: I I would not have a problem with it if if we were looking at like, you know, this is this is the third season, but there's going to be another two. Um, It's like, sure, have her have her experiment and do stuff like that. But we know that this series is going to wrap up at the end of this season, and I really want you know for to see Keely and Roy together again. So we're I gonna. I mean, it still might happen. Around. We don't know. It it could, we, but I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to to put together, and they keep throwing new characters at us and new relationships at us. And at this point, I think in the series we should just be you know tying up ends instead of bringing right. up whole new threads. I think they are
0: tying up ends, the big ends, but I'm not sure where it's going, but I'm, I'm, I'm along for the ride. I'm still interested. I think everything else is going. I think Ted is, is in a right headspace Now. I really like where he's at at the moment. Um, And obviously, you know, you got the teams coming along and then you have Nate at the very beginning of his redemption arc. I think, He's realizing that, you know, dating supermodels and all that stuff that seems great on paper is just not for him because it was so sweet and sad and I don't know, even pathetic that he um, had invited this supermodel and he had no idea how to date a supermodel. I thought that was he he brought her to like his favorite restaurant that he loved and he was trying to get her to know him and she did not care to know him at all. So I thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah, no, there was, there was a there was oh. a lot of good little things in here, you know, and they then I'm dropping hints. I think that you know uh, Ted is eventually just going to go back home to Kansas, although I, you know, I when he has these conversations with his wife, you know, via Zoom or whatever they were supposed to be using, um, has has anyone noticed that they cast a woman who looks like almost exactly like uh, Rebecca?
0: But younger, but yes. And yeah, it's the like and the years?
2: same. It's like the same type. Yeah, she's like the same type. I was looking at her, you know, and and it's especially because they have her like a, her in in real tight close up for these scenes. I'm thinking, my God, she could play Hannah Waddingham's sister. She looks almost exactly like. Well, her. I
0: ship Ted and Rebecca, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, but we know, <laughs> the,
2: unfortunately, that I did too at the beginning, and then we know this is not going to. That's not the direction they're going to go. In. don't hunt. Yeah, unfortunately. Because um, then it would make sense that, you know, he's just attracted to a certain type. But, um, but yeah, apparently they're not going there. So, I... I well, how do you know? I did, I,
0: I did not know that. So, thank you for ruining my ship. Uh, <laughs> well, she's, a...
2: she, she and Sam are supposed to be the... And, and all the things that the psychic has said. And they, did, they doubled down on the psychic this week, too um no it was wrong
0: the it. psychic was wrong though
2: no she wasn't she was yeah, right she was she said she said first of all you're going to have there's going to be a thing with the the um the matchbook. no but
0: i'm talking about yeah i know but i'm talking about the the doctor they told she, she, yeah the doctor gave her the bad news he did have.
2: but you know he could also call her back later and say oops sorry the results were wrong they got mixed up yeah i'm gonna i am going i don't, or there's I don't a think twist
0: that's- or there's a twist. I, I don't in it, think that's where know. I don't think that I totally don't think that's where that's going at all. Okay, I think see. that we'll I think the psychic is is it's fake. So and she she's trying to I mean, if you think about it, you tell somebody they're going to find a green matchbook. You're going to see a green matchbook.
2: That's how this works.
0: So I don't. Yeah. But the other that. thing,
2: the the shite armor. OK, um, that was weird. a little. I will. Little, I, that was that. more unusual.
0: Specific yes i will give you that the matchbook i'm not giving you but whatever <laughs> we shall see um so i think this week's episode of ted lasso was fantastic thumbs up for me yeah oh, definitely. Def- cool. okay solid okay i'll take that all right uh so if you guys have any questions or comments you leave me at tv campfire email.com on twitter or on facebook you can listen to us on sci-fi.radio, Six Degrees of Geek, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.